Hello, and welcome to Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID. Apostle ID is the general overseer and senior pastor of Overcomers in Christ group of churches. Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID brings you gospel-centered messages and tools that equip you to live a life of victory and freedom as an overcomer in Christ. Join us today to hear the latest message from Apostle ID concerning our life of faith in Jesus Christ. Hello, I welcome you to Warfare Mindset. My name is Idemudia Gobadia, and we want to talk about things that are necessary to see victory in warfare. Now, one thing is many a times we don't zero in on our priorities. Now, if you're going to have a warfare mindset, you must know what your priorities are. You cannot do number three when you've not done number one. You cannot do number seven on the list when number two has not been satisfied. You must know what your priorities are. You cannot major in minor. Now, to have that warfare mindset, you must know that you know that you know that Jesus Christ is your priority. Because Jesus Christ overcame, you will overcome also. But if you don't treat Jesus as a priority, you run the risk of disappointment um, in your warfare, in the battle of life. And so Jesus tells us a story in Luke chapter 14. He gives the parable of the man that gave a great supper, a great banquet. And of course, this parable is talking about him. It's talking about, about God. In Luke chapter 14, verse 15, he says, And when one of them that sat at meat with him heard these things, he said unto him, Blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. That shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. The only bread in the kingdom of God is the bread of life. Jesus says, I am that bread that came down from heaven. So this is talking about him. So Jesus now begins to share a parable. Verse 16. Then said he unto him, A certain man made a great supper and bade many. A certain man made a great supper and he invited many and sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidding, Come, for all things are now ready. All things are now ready. That means there is nothing left to be done. Jesus Christ has done everything that needs to be done. All things are now ready. All you need to do is accept the invitation. Now, if you don't accept that invitation, it only means it's not your priority. You have other things more important than the invitation of the Lord. So, the man, the great man sent his servant out to invite those, to, to call those that we are invited. So now, they get to the first honorable man, in quotes, and he says, I just bought a piece of land and I need to go and see it so I cannot come. Bear in mind, the parable says all things are now ready. This man's piece of land was not ready. He had to go see it. So something that was not ready, the piece of land, had more priority to him than the invitation of the master. And so he, he declined the invitation. Another one said, I just bought cattle. I just bought a cow, oxen, and I need to go test them. So now oxen have become more important than the one that is giving the banquet, that is extending the invitation, the master, the Lord. 
and their property is more important. Their wealth, their land, their properties, that is what they are communicating to the master. They are saying, you know what? <laughs> I have this piece of land. I just bought cattle. Uh, I can't come. Those things are more important and have more priority to me than your invitation. They went to the third person and the third person said, I just married a wife and so I'm sorry I cannot come. What that one was communicating was, hey, my earthly relationships, I put them ahead of divine relationship. So I can't come to the banquet of the Lord Jesus Christ. And they all made excuses. And Christians today, believers today, are still making excuses. And they wonder why they are not walking in victory. You just married a wife. Can't you come to the banquet with your wife? Can't you go for the banquet, then go look at your land later and check your cattle later, your oxen later? So they began to make excuses. And people, why are they making these excuses? I put it to you that the only reason they are making excuses is because they are not hungry enough. They are not hungry enough. If they were hungry enough, they would come. But they had other things that satisfied their appetite. Their appetite, their longing was for other things, material things. And so they shunned the banquet. And the master of the banquet said to his servant, go to the highways and the byways and bring in the lame, the blind, the halt, the sick. Bring them in onto the banquet that there may be room in my house until it is filled. And then verse 24. Before, if I, before we get to verse 24, they made excuses. And then in verse 21, it says something. So the servant came and showed the, his Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city, and bring in hither the poor and the maimed, and the halt and the blind. So the master of the house became angry you don't want to anger jesus christ ask the money changers in the temple you don't want to meet the other side of jesus christ the master of the house the zeal of his father's house consumes him when he tells you come you better come stop making excuses stop pursuing things that have no eternal significance and so the servants went in and brought brought the people in and then in verse 23, it says, And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. Compel them to come in. Compel, force them to come in, that my house may be filled. They are not hungry enough, so you got to force them in to eat. What is this saying here? This is what he's saying. He's telling them, compel them to come in. Why? Because the banquet is not their priority. The banquet is not their priority. Look, when the Lord invites you to a banquet, it's not just to come and eat bread. When they invite you to dinner, it's not just to come and eat bread. It's to fellowship. So the Lord is calling them to come to his banquet so they can fellowship with him. He can share with them. He can impart into them. He can deposit into them his nature. They can become more Christ-like and he can impart into them that which they need for the victory in their walk. 
But they all shunned him. They all shunned him. And refused to come because that wasn't their priority. So he says, compel them. Why is he compelling them? Maybe you are a believer. Listen to this man of God. Don't wait for God to compel you, to compel you to come and fellowship with him at his banquet. Don't wait for God to compel you. You know how God will compel you? I pray not. You see the rich man that said he just bought land. He will lose his land. Or the one that bought oxen. Something will happen to his cattle. And before you know it, he's in square one. The one that married a wife, God forbid, anything can happen in that marriage. And before he knows it, he's in square one. And God will just be watching. God will just be watching if Satan is attacking them because they rejected his offer to give them a hedge of protection. So God will just be watching. And then maybe, maybe that man that bought land, you know, he's a VIP, he has status. It's not like the lame and the blind they went to bring from the hedges and the byways. He has status. I mean, to buy land, you must have some degree of status. You know, um, God forbid, maybe he falls sick. And then he goes to the hospital. They say, they check. They say, there's nothing wrong with you. He goes for all kinds of examination. They can't find anything wrong with him. They do scans and MRI, nothing wrong with him. And the man is dying. This man is dying. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, someone tells him, the master is calling you to his banquet to come and eat the bread of life, to come and eat the bread of healing. That man that said, oh, I just bought land. I cannot come. When, when the boundary line falls onto him in unpleasant places and he's battling that which he cannot contain, he will come now for the banquet. Why he has been compelled to come, he's looking for the bread of healing. At the Lord's banquet, there's the bread of salvation, the bread of healing, the bread of deliverance, the bread of breakthrough. Every bread is there. And now he will be compelled to come. We don't have to wait to go through that. To get to Jesus. He's saying, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Learn of me. I am gentle and lowly in heart, says the Lord. But when our priority is in pursuing material things at the expense of kingdom business, we run the risk of the Lord's wrath. The Bible says, and the master of the house was angry. We run the risk of the Lord's wrath. Now, when it's time for the banquet, and believers are on their way to go fellowship with the Lord at the banquet, Satan the deceiver, that is when he will prepare another banquet. And he will say, I've prepared a banquet for you. All things are ready. That's what Satan will tell him. Because he is a tempter, he's a deceiver. And he will serve at his banquet. Instead of the bread of life, he will serve the bread of fame. The bread of false riches. The bread of things that puffs up the flesh. And if a believer is not careful, he will go, he will look at the bread of life that the Lord Jesus has prepared. And he will just veer away. To the bread of fame, the bread of false riches that leads to damnation. And so, to wrap this up, before we go into prayer, 
What are you hungry for? What is your priority? Because your priority will speak on the battlefront. Whether you like it or not, you can't control it. Your priority will testify on the battlefront. If your priority is to be chasing the opposite sex or chasing money, the love of money, the root of all evil, on the day of battle, your priority will speak. But if your priority is to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, on the day of battle, that priority will speak. And so I want to encourage you today because the Lord has his hands wide open and he's extending an invitation to you right now. He's extending an invitation to you right now to come and fellowship with him. The Lord wants fellowship. Not just you come into his presence and say, Jesus, give me this, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. That's not fellowship. If I invite you to my house for dinner and as soon as you come into my house, you say, Idemudia, where's the food? I want to eat now. I want to eat. Where are the drinks? You just eat, 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 drink, 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 and you say bye. We didn't fellowship. Did you eat? Yes, you did. But we never, we never, we never spent time together. And the Lord is saying, I need you to spend time with me. I want to spend time with you because I love you. That's why I died for you. If I didn't love you, I won't die for you. And when you love somebody, you want to spend time with that person. You want to be in the company of that person. And Jesus is saying, Many believers think they can just turn him on like a genie on the day of battle when things get tough. He said, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, they just turn him on and off. He said, no, he's not that kind of God. He's a God that desires fellowship with the saints. Why? Because we are his pride. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I bring my brother and my sister before your throne of grace that you will put in them a longing to fellowship with you that you will put a hunger and a thirst in them for the things of the kingdom lord that you will put a hunger and a thirst in them for the word of god for righteousness my lord and my god that they will seek you with all their heart for you are a rewarder of them that diligently seek you my god i pray for my brother i pray for my sister in this hour in the name of the lord jesus oh god that they will make you their priority that they will spend time in your presence my lord and my god in your presence is fullness of joy that that land that cattle that wealth will not stand between them and you my god that the blessing will not stand between them and and the blesser in the name of Jesus Lord I pray right now that they will come in while there is still time for tomorrow is appointed unto no man my Lord and my God I pray for my brother and sister in this battle that father they will have the right mindset that they will be transformed by the renewing of their mind oh God that they will know to live is Christ hallelujah and to die is gain. I thank you, Abba Father. Lord, draw them closer. 
Lord, draw them closer. Let the things of this world become dim in their sight. That they will not have the love of the world. That they will not have the friendship of the world dwelling in their heart. My Lord, draw us nearer. Draw us nearer. I thank you, Abba Father, that we will be on fire for you. Lord, I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Make the Lord Jesus your priority. Make him your priority. Make him your anchor. Jesus loves you. Get closer to him. As you draw close to him, he's drawing close to you. I'm Idemudia Gwobadia. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID. We hope that you were greatly encouraged by today's word. Please share your thoughts by leaving us a comment in the review section. And we encourage you to subscribe and to share these episodes. You can also connect with Apostle ID on our YouTube channel, Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID. And for more resources, be sure to visit the Overcomers in Christ group of churches YouTube channel, Overcomers Deliverance Network.